welcome to the Bob Harden Show, bringing you news and commentary to keep you informed and enjoying life on the Paradise Coast. And now, here's your host, Bob Harden. Good morning. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by the good folks at Johnson's Air Conditioning. By the way, Johnson's Air Conditioning has been with us from the very beginning, 10 years ago. I just genuinely appreciate their support at Johnson's Air Conditioning is Naples' longest established air conditioning company. They do a great job. They take care of our air conditioning, and I encourage you to visit johnsonsairconditioning.com and give them a call. Also brought to you by Life in Naples magazine. Reg Buxton, his crew, did a great job. Be in the know and stay up to date by reading Life in Naples. The website is lifeinnaples.net. My internet went out as well as my phones. So this is going to be uh, without a lot of support here on this show, but nevertheless, there's a lot to talk about, and I'm looking forward to share it with you. We'll have no guests today. Perhaps Linda Hard will come in and, and visit with us a little bit. But aside from that, uh, I guess this is August the 17th, and uh, it is a great day here on the Paradise Coast. I don't know if you had a chance to see Biden's speech about Afghanistan. He flew in, did a speech at about 4 o'clock in the afternoon, yesterday afternoon. And uh, gave his speech and uh, took no questions, got back on a helicopter and flew back to Camp David. It was, in my opinion, uh, misleading and pathetic. He uh, said that he had no choice now, but uh, because of the way that uh, Donald Trump set the table, he had to withdraw from Afghanistan, and he's really happy that he did. Well, of course, the issues that we face right now, I think everybody's in agreement. We should leave Afghanistan. That was not in question. The question is, Doing it in a way that uh, took care of our people, took care of our equipment, took care of the situation, made sure that uh, we everything was safe before evacuating and leaving. We literally snuck out in the middle of the night and uh, left our people there. He said it's not going to be another Saigon moment, but indeed it was. Helicopters landing on the roof, pulling people out, going to the airport, people falling from airplanes, did falling hundreds of feet, maybe, I don't know, a, lo- a long way. Uh, trying to get on board the airplane, 60,000 people or so, trying to get on an airplane that would hold 300 people. And there were several flights coming in and out of the city, but you could tell it was just totally people with, with were terror-stricken by what was going on. So uh, President Biden said, you know what, it was really Donald Trump's fault because he brought this situation on us, but I stand by my decision to pull out of Afghanistan. Well, of course, we all wanted to pull out of Afghanistan. But the point is that uh, we should have done it to keep our people safe. A plurality of uh, local voters strongly disapprove of President Biden's job performance. Tribal Fair uh, Group survey surveyed this, found this out this week. The survey asked respondents, how do you think Joe Biden is handling his job as president? Overall, the survey found uh, Biden garnering a slightly negative overall rating with a 46.5% approving and 47. 5% disapproving, 6% expressed no opinion. Among those who strongly disapproved, a plurality of 41.6% strongly disapproved of the job that he's doing. I just can't really understand those that do approve of the job that he's doing. Perhaps this survey was done before what happened in Afghanistan. We didn't cover this yesterday, but it's a big deal. The death toll from a 7.2 magnitude earthquake in Haiti climbed to 1,297 on Sunday, a day after the powerful tremor 
turn thousands of structures into rubble and set off a frantic rescue effort ahead of a potential deluge from approaching tropical storms. Uh, Saturday's earthquake also left at least 5,700 people injured in the Caribbean nation, with thousands more displaced from their destroyed or damaged homes. Survivors in some areas were forced to wait out in the open amid oppressive heat for help from overloaded hospitals. Yet the devastation could soon worsen with the coming of Tropical Depression Grace, which is predicted to uh, arrive today. The United National Hurricane Center demoted the tropical storm to a depression Sunday, but forecasters warn that regardless, Grace still posed a threat to bring heavy rain, flooding, and landslides. These people just can't buy a break down in Haiti. The earthquake struck the southwestern part of the hemisphere poorest nation among raising some towns and triggering landslides that hampered rescue efforts. In a country that's grappling with the coronavirus pandemic, a presidential assassination that happened about a month ago, and a wave of gang violence, the epicenter was about 125 kilometers or 75 miles west of the capital of Port-au-Prince, the U.S. Geological Survey said, and aftershocks continued to jolt the area on Sunday. In the badly damaged coastal towns of Lacayas, Jenny Auguste uh, lay on a flimsy foam mattress on the tarmac of the community's tiny airport waiting for anything, space at a hospital or a small plane like the ones ferrying the wounded to the capital. She suffered injuries in the chest, abdomen, and arm when the roof of the store she was working in collapsed. So sad. There's also, uh, there's been nothing, no help, nothing from the government, Auguste's sister Bertrand said. It's scenes widespread across the region hit by the quake other families salvaged their few belongings, salvaged their few belongings, and spent the night at an open-air football pitch. On Sunday morning, people lined up to buy what little was available: bananas, avocados, and water at a local market. Very sad story indeed. Well, just reflecting on last week, the question is: Was Tuesday the worst day in the history of the United States Senate? It might have been. It certainly is the first time that in one 24-hour period, the Senate agreed to break the bank on the budget and and authorize some $4.5 trillion of debt spending just moments after the Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer celebrated the passage of the $1 trillion green energy bill, which 19 Republicans voted for in exchange for nothing, absolutely nothing. Schumer Schumer gavardly started the debate on the horrific $3.5 billion Great Society War on Poverty Bill, Part 2. At uh, 4 in the morning, it passed at a 50-49 to party-line vote, which allowed a full debate over the weeks and months ahead on this budget reconciliation monstrosity. Here's a partial list of some of the financial time bombs expected in the bill. Expanding Medicaid under Obamacare. Expanding Medicare to include dental, vision, hearing benefits, and lowering the eligibility age to age 60. Paid family and medical leave. Long-term care, which is so expensive for seniors and persons with disabilities. Health uh, equity, racial justice, health investments, whatever that means. $40 billion for the IRS. Free child care and pre-kindergarten care. They want to make sure they can continue to indoctrinate Kids from an early age, free community college, a $300 a month per child tax credit. On our initial estimates are that if it if this bill passes, the national debt will triple from 100% of GDP today to uh, 300% of GDP by 2050. 
What a banana pre public levels of debt, all in a day's work. Amazing, the United States Senate last Tuesday. What a debacle, indeed. Well, you may be aware that a group of Indiana students, uh, university students, tried to block the school's COVID 19 vaccine mandate were dealt a blow by conservative U.S. Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett on Thursday. The former President Donald Trump's controversial election year confirmation to the highest court rejected the student's emergency application for an injunction against the mandate before the start of the school year, issuing the rejection without comment, Gone Crime reported. I just understand why there shouldn't be, that shouldn't go through before the Supreme Court. It certainly seems to me that it violates uh, the First Amendment rights of uh, the University of Indiana students. Uh, during an interview that aired last Thursday on uh, FNC's uh, brought Tucker Carlson tonight, host Tucker Carlson asked Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban uh, to react to comments from President Joe Biden labeling him a totalitarian during the 2020 presidential election. Uh, according to Orban, the relationship between his central European nation and the United States was fine, except for the liberals in Washington, D.C. Uh, Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban believes that his government is targeted for criticism because the liberal left cannot bear to see a country that promotes Christian national identity over multiculturalism, strong borders, and traditional values. They hate to see him succeeding, and he is. Quizzed by Tucker Carlson on why, as a former anti-communist dissident, once admired in the West, he believes left liberal politicians such as U.S. President Joe Biden are now characterized as government and that of allied conservatives as totalitarian. Urban said he believes that the main problem with his Hungary's is success. It certainly is. I don't know if you had saw Tucker Carlson interviewing Orban, but it was quite an interesting interview. It's a real challenge for the liberal thinkers that what's going on in Central Europe is going to on here building up a society which is very successfully told uh, Fox News, uh, putting Poland in the same bracket as Hungary. Economically, politically, culturally, even in demograph- demography, we have some success, family policy, so what can you see here that could be described as a success story, he said. But the fundamentals of this success is totally different than it was wished by many of the Western countries, he explained. Indeed, the family policy Orban refers to, which entails a generous package of tax breaks, government-backed loans for family cars and homes, student debt forgiveness for mothers, grand, uh, grandparental leave, and other policies designed to support national population growth, flies in the face of the prevailing wisdom in much of the West, which is that Westerners have children exacerbates climate change and mass migration is the only solution to aging populations, a thesis Orban's government categorically rejects. The Western liberals cannot accept this inside Western civilization. There's a conservative national alternative which is more successful at the level of everyday life than the liberal ones, he said. That's the reason why they criticize us. They all are fighting for themselves, not against us, but we are, as, are an example that somebody or a country which is based on traditional values or national identity, based on tradition and Christianity, could be successful or sometimes even more successful than a leftist liberal government. On the for- question of this forceful termination of the 2015 border crisis sparked by Germany's Angela Merkel, Effectively extending an open invitation for migrants to march into Europe, Orban was clear that, in his view, 
He had the right to build a wall and put an end to the border crossings. Of course, it's coming from God, the nature. So all arguments are with us because this is our country. This is our population. This is our history. This is our language, he said. Of course, you know, and of course, they're allowing no migrants in that aren't crossing the borders legally. They literally cannot come in. Of course, if you're in trouble and there's nobody closer to you than the Hungarians, you have to be helpful. But we can't say simply, that's okay, it's a nice country, I would like to come in here and live here because it's a nicer life. It's not a human right to come here. No way, because it's our land, it's a nation, it's a community, family, history, tradition, and language, he added. When Carlson came to him with his actions, had proved very offensive to a lot of countries in Western Europe, to their leaders, the Hungarian leaders suggested that that was because his border policies were a repudiation of their own worldview. Many European countries decided to open a new chapter of their own history and pursue a post-Christian, post-national society amused. Such beliefs are not confirmed to Europe either, with Canadian Prime Minister uh, Justin Trudeau having declared in 2015, there is no core identity, no mainstream in Canada. Those qualities are what make us first a post-national state. This is all this global nonsense of a one state, the whole notion of having the globe operating as one as opposed to individual nation states, which is quite frankly very, very disturbed thinking. They believe firmly that if, if different communities, even in a huge number of, of, let's say, Muslim communities and the original inha- inhabitant, let's say Christian communities, are mixed up, the outcome of this will be good, Orban went on. There is no answer whether it will be good or bad, but I think it's very risky, and the chance that it will not be good, but it will be very bad, is obvious, he said. Each nation has the right to take the risk or reject the risk. We Hungarians decided not to take the risk to mix up our society. That's the reason why they attack Hungary so harshly, and that's the reason why my personal reputation is very bad, he concluded. Good for him. Just uh, very, very pleased. Uh, that he's taken that point of view, and he's an example, he's a a light on the hill, quite frankly, for how our democracy and how our republic should be operating. Uh, We should have closed uh, borders, and we should be uh, circumspect about allowing foreigners in, especially with no vetting. We don't know who these people are that are coming in right now. We're bringing in something like 17,000 Afghans, we don't know which ones are good and which ones are bad. We truly don't because they're all getting on airplanes and flying in without any kind of vetting whatsoever. It's wrong. And Viktor Orban is doing it right, quite frankly. This segment of the show brought to you by the good folks at Johnson's Air Conditioning. Johnson's Air Conditioning is Naples' longest established air conditioning company. I hope you'll visit johnsonsairconditioning.com. Also brought to you by Life in Naples magazine. Be in the know and stay up to date. By reading Life in Naples, the website is lifeinnaples.net. We're going to have more here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. I'm Bob Harden, the host of the Bob Harden Show. One of my favorites for breakfast or lunch is Lulabee's Diner, providing great service, fabulous food, and a rockin' good time 
Lulabee's Diner is a throwback to the 60s, complete with great music and a fabulous 60s decor. What I like best is a blend of great food, great value, and terrific service. Most of the friendly waitstaff has been part of Lulabee's for years. I enjoy the great choices for breakfast and lunch, and you'll find the menu has everything and anything to satisfy your taste. Lulabee's offers catering, party platters, lunch boxes, and more. Lulabee's Diner will quickly become one of your favorites for breakfast or lunch. No reservations are needed. Check out the website at lulabees.com and stop by Lulabee's Diner, open from 8 a.m. until 2 p.m. seven days a week. Lulabee's Diner in the Green Tree Shopping Center at the corner of Immokalee and Airport Pulling Roads. Stop by Lulabee's Diner for fabulous food and for a forever cool rockin' good time. Did you know St. Matthew's House operates the only emergency homeless shelters in Collier County? St. Matthew's House provided more than 500,000 hot meals to those in need last year, and since 2010, 527 men and women have graduated from the St. Matthew's House Justin's Place Addiction Recovery Program. For over 30 years, St. Matthew's House has provided innovative solutions to fight homelessness, hunger, substance abuse, and poverty in Southwest Florida. And you can help St. Matthew's House in this life-transforming work by patronizing the St. Matthew's House Thrift Stores, Cafe M25, Car Wash and Detailing Center, and award-winning catering operations. For more information, visit stmatthewshouse.org. That's stmatthewshouse.org. St. Matthew's House is a 501c3 not-for-profit organization and does not solicit government funding. Welcome back to the Bob Harden Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harden. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by Choice Social. It's a new refreshing social networking platform. You can download the app by visiting the website choicesocial.us. We have with us the lovely Linda Harden. She is my wife. She's the author of Greetings from Paradise. You can find Greetings from Paradise on my website, bobharden.com. Just pull down the tab at the top of the website, and you'll find Greetings from Paradise, all the uh, writings that she's had since, well, maybe for a couple of years. Linda, thank you so much for joining us. I'm tired. <laughs> I was trying to get our internet to work at 2.30 in the morning. I know. It's it's amazing. Fortunately, I, I, I can't figure out why it's not working, but apparently we're not the only ones in the building. It's strange that some uh, residents here in our building, and there's 106 residents in our building, some have internet, and some have phones, and we don't. So uh, I decided, well, that maybe we shouldn't do the show. But then I said, hey, you know what? It'd be kind of fun to figure out what we could do with just a few resources and have fun and here. And me. And Linda. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. So a lot going on. And what's top of mind for you? Well, you know, I fortunately, I have uh, 5G on my phone, and, and I don't know why I, I've gotten that, but I, I'm able to pull up news we, we were able to watch tucker carlson on my phone last night which was kind of cool but um this joe biden debacle is just amazing yeah and you know what i don't I, they're posting on telegram this morning that on his teleprompter after his speech they had the the teleprompter up there and at the bottom of it when he was done there are big letters that say leave now really and he was supposed to take questions and he never did so it just said leave now he turned on his heels walked out and left to go supposedly to Camp David, but we don't even know if he went there. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Uh, you know, he, uh, 
uh, I, I assumed that he got bad advice from his generals, and I, I said that his generals should be fired, but apparently he didn't follow their advice with regard to the withdrawal from Afghanistan, and apparently he's made decisions and uh, co-opted their decisions he, and their recommendations. He decided to do it his own way and led to this complete debacle. It's just, it's on the world stage, this is such an embarrassment. It just emboldens the uh, communist Chinese, in my opinion. I suspect that right now Taiwan is at risk because of what happened right now. It was always at risk, but I think it's at greater risk right now because they realize that Joe Biden is incompetent. Well, here's here's the funny thing. I mean, um, we watched Bannon yesterday, and he was talking to Boris Epstein, and they showed that film clip of, or that, that, that picture of Biden supposedly at Camp David. But the clock that, first of all, he outed all these security people on, on, this, on the screen. But the clocks above uh, where, where the Zoom camera was were equivalent to what it was last February or March. Yeah, in other words, that they were in different time zones and time changes that occurred. In other words, it was probably, uh, what do they call it when they brush up the thing? It's a photo op? Photo op, it's a photo uh, something or other. Photo Photoshop. Photoshop, that's it. Thank you. So, uh, which is a technology that I don't understand. But nevertheless, it's effective and... Uh, Apparently, what to suggest is that Joe Biden wasn't even in the uh, in the uh, room in there. Camp David, and 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 well, what, it was so weird anyway because he was there all by himself. Yeah, and it, I mean that that's just so weird. But then because of that, um, Bannon, who knows a lot of what's going on, I mean he's he's very savvy as is Boris Epstein. Um, he says something something's not right here. Something very weird is going on, and so. Speaking of weird, um, what I just told you before we went on air was that New Zealand has totally shut down because guess why? Of one COVID case in the last 170 days. One case, and uh, it makes me wonder if it's a false positive because right now they're, the, the gold standard is the PCR test. They're continuing to use them until the first of the year, here, at least here in the United States. And the test doesn't measure and doesn't... Uh, it doesn't differentiate between the flu and, and, and COVID. I mean, it just, it just, it's all false positives. I know. And it's just, uh, we're living we're in living a... We're living in a clown world. Well, this is an absurd time. It truly is. Uh, misinformation is anything that, uh, that uh, doesn't agree with the narrative of coming out of the White House. And uh, domestic terrorists or anybody that's in the Republican Party <laughs> or criticizes the uh, mass uh, vaccines, it's just an absurd time. So speaking of that, um, you know, New York has gone to, you, you can't go inside to eat or do anything without a vaccine passport. And I thought it was so, so cool that this one, I don't know if it was a bakery, but it was a little store that, that pretty much said, we're not doing that. Anybody who wants to come in is welcome, which I thought was really cool. That was just like, Screw you! We're just we're we're not falling for this garbage. Well, anymore. that's what uh, Grand Paul basically said. Rand Paul said, "Look, it's time to stand up and and uh, uh, defy these idiots because, quite resist. frankly, this this is resist because this is not uh, constitutional and it's not even good medicine. It's not even uh, good science. So he's suggesting we just the everybody in the country just defy these edicts coming down from the federal government. Well, and what's so funny too is that you know when I called Comcast to come and check our stuff. They've got all these list of, of yeah. things we have to follow. You can't get within 10 feet of the technician and you have to wear a mask when he's in here and it's like, <laughs> holy smokes. 
This is just so bizarre. I just can't even. Oh, my goodness. It is crazy indeed. And, uh, you know, the, in my opinion, I mean, this, this whole thing is way overblown because the Delta variant, quote unquote, if there is such a thing. Which they, can't, they don't have a test for, by the way. They don't have a test for, so I don't know how they're determining that everybody has this Delta variant. Apparently, it's more contagious, they say, but you know what? There's so little credibility coming down from the CDC and our public health officials. I have trouble believing anything they say, but apparently, it's, it's less uh, virulent. Uh, they say it's more virulent. They say it can make you sick and uh, be hospitalized, but I don't believe that, quite frankly. I, you know what? I, I don't believe almost everything I say, I mean, everything I read or see pretty much from the mainstream media because I mean it sounds like they're making it up as as they go along. Yeah. And now and now they've got these people over in Afghanistan, these these journalists who can't get out. So this one gal from CNN, one day she was you know, her hair was showing and and um the next day she was after the takeover by the Taliban, she was I don't know if you remember that CNN spot where the guy was standing in front of the the riots in Minnesota were on fire, and he says, this is a mostly peaceful protest. Well, she's in a burqa now the next day, and and she's saying, well, they're saying death to America, but they seem friendly. (laughs) They seem friendly. You just can't make this stuff up. So, you know, it would be such a wonderful thing to have a news outlet that was truly... uh, Unbiased and it gave good news. I think we you actually. I think One American News does a pretty good job. I think uh, News One Max- American News does a great job, and they they um, they televised that whole Mike Lindell symposium. That's that's a whole another story, which you don't have time to talk about. But but that was infiltrated by Antifa too, and they were trying to scam Mike Lindell out of the five million dollars. Um, uh, this Josh Merritt, they're calling. It, it was just it. Everything is so bizarre, and yeah. everything is, is, is infiltrated. And just like Bannon says, something is just not right. Yeah, it certainly isn't. In the meantime, uh, these audits continue. We have audits that are continuing in uh, Maricopa County. They're starting audits now in, well, Georgia. The, the judge right now is waiting until September to make a ruling, but then the audits get underway. Uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, the uh, good senator, state senator there, is really pushing forward with the uh, with the audit. Wisconsin, as I understand, and Michigan as well. Well, yeah, and and Arizona is supposed to come out with their numbers like in in a week. So so they're doing the media is doing everything they can to, to distract from from those audits at all. What's funny though is that people like Rachel Maddow on MSNBC um, just can't stop talking about that. Can't stop talking about the audits. And and one of our friends said. Oh well, it's really awful that this news about the the um, election isn't that we know about isn't getting out to um, on the mainstream media. Well, it is because these people are so apoplectic about the fact that they're even doing these audits that they're tearing their hair out. Yeah, it's it's just to, to repeat a point that's been made so many times. But if in fact the uh, elections were honest. And, but we, the electorate right now, believes that there is, are, is mischief going on. Wouldn't it be make sense to have a uh, forensic audit in every state in the nation and prove the fact that the elections were fair and, fr- and free or prove, in fact, that there was cheating going on? But in other words, do whatever you need to do to make sure that elections going forward will be free and fair as opposed to corrupt. Well, you know what? 
I can't wait to find out, and I think we will eventually, I can't wait to find out just how far back this fraud in the elections has gone. I'm sure years, but there's nothing like this. Now, Mike Lindell, his point is that it's the communist Chinese that uh, intervened in our election and uh, made the changes that put uh, Biden over the top. I don't know if it was that or whether it was uh, Dominion or whether it was an uh, international scheme or whether it was... Everybody is in cahoots with everybody else. Yeah. And oh, by the way, can I just bring up on, on, on getting back to Afghanistan for just a second. Isn't it so funny that everybody is... Everybody, I mean, all the, all the stats out on Biden and what he did to make this decision, and Nancy Pelosi is out there saying how wonderful a job he did. Yeah. It's just, it's so amazing. It's just so amazing to watch these clowns just get up there. And, and, and you know what, honey? It's just a matter of these people think the American public is so stupid that they're going to buy that. Yeah. Uh, so, and so, I think, based on the polls, that some of them are. <laughs> no, but the polls are switching. I mean, yeah, Biden is dropping like a rock. And and I think I sent you that little thing before our internet and everything went out. I think I sent you that little um, uh, post from Jack Posobiec that said that they're at war in the White House. There's um, Team Biden and his uh, uh, chief of staff, Ron Klain, and Jen Psaki on one side. And then the other side is Harris and Obama, and they're like um, at war with each other. But can you imagine? I mean, Obama, I was talking to a friend yesterday, Obama has been pushing Kamala Harris for years. She thought, he thought she was the, the shining star yeah. of the Democrat Party. And her poll numbers are, she's like ranked as the worst vice president since the 70s. And she's got infighting in her office. She is dropping like a rock too. So they've got to be just running around with their hair on fire trying to figure out what to do now. Yeah, I mean, she, she has uh, the, the personal appeal of a sewer fly, quite frankly, <laughs> in, in my opinion. You know, and, and of course, Barack Obama, back when he, you know, he was supporting Hillary Clinton for president and uh, Joe Biden was running his, at that in that context, he basically said, you know, never under, underestimate uh, the ability of Joe Biden to F things up. So. Well, and, and, and what about um, Secretary of Defense Bob Gates, who said that in all of... Joe Biden's 40 or 50 year um, history of being in politics, every one of his foreign policy decisions have, has been awful. I awful. Know. You know, I had the feeling that if uh, in the United States, if we just listened to what Joe Biden recommended and what he wanted to do and did the exact opposite, we'd probably never make another mistake in the rest of our lives in the, in the history of the country. Yeah, it's, it's, he is just a mess. And, and um, what's his name? The, the former. Uh, Secretary of State under Mike Pompeo was on Laura Ingram last night, and and he had a long talk with her about if and when they're going to use the Twenty Fifth Amendment on Joe Biden. Yeah, you know what? But Joe Biden, better that the devil you know than the devil you don't. I can't imagine this Kamala Harris being our president and then trying to deal with her and, and her decision. She is an all-out communist. I mean, she is flagrant. Well, and for a White House official, according to Jack Persobic. Yesterday, she was in, in the White House saying, you're not going to blame this Afghanistan blank on me. Yeah, she because apparently the story is that uh, they wanted, the uh, Biden administration wanted Harris to give up and get, make some sort of a statement, I guess, so Joe Biden didn't have to come back to Washington. 
She refused because she said, that's going to splash on me, and I don't want this nonsense splashed on me. I didn't make the decision. She didn't use the word nonsense. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is it a, was a bad word. It was a bad word indeed. So, Linda, I mean, you, you really helped me uh, deal with this program today. I just genuinely appreciate it. Hopefully Comcast will come through and get everything fixed up for us. Well, I'm relieved to know that we're not the only ones having the issue, because I don't like to be the only one. Right. But that's good news. But are, am I done? Well, unless you got some, something else to talk about. I mean, I could, we could go all day on this stuff because, I mean, we could talk about these poor people. Um, do you have to go to commercial? No. Um, so, so we can talk about these poor people in Afghanistan um, hanging on to these flights that are taking out. Oh, that was just... One was, I just saw a picture. One was caught in the, the landing gear, and they, they had a picture of him, his legs flailing in the landing gear. It was just horrible. And they're going. Can you imagine being a couple thousand feet in the air, going three or four hundred miles an hour, knowing that you're going to die? Knowing that there's no hope, and there's nobody to call out to. There's no help. There's no rescue. I mean, you're just contemplating the fact that you're dead. Well, and they're going. The Afghani's or the Taliban are going door to door, finding out who worked with the Americans. Yeah. So it's uh, so they're looking for people to rat on their neighbors. Much like the uh, what's happening here with the jabs. <laughs> I'm so glad we live in Florida. I'm not kidding. I am too. It's so grateful that uh, Ron DeSantis is our governor. I know there's a lot of people that disagree with us. People that think, well, look, it's unsafe, and he should uh, put on some sort of a mask mandate and this, that, and the other thing. And well, let, okay. So what does that say? The vaccines don't work. Right. You, you, you can't have it both ways. Either the vaccines don't work. Or the masks don't work. One of the two. They're, you can't have it both ways. Yeah. And and so they're trying to they're trying to push a vaccine. Now they're trying to push a, a booster. Yep. On people. I talked to a friend yesterday. I feel so bad that she that she gave in to her kids. Her kids are woke. They're part of this um, millennial people who who you know believe all this weird stuff. And and they said, well, you can't see your grandchildren unless you get get the shot. And and. And Marianne said, okay, we'll get the shot. And, yeah. and she has not felt the same since. She is tired all the time. Her, her um, gastrointestinal tract has been disturbed ever since she got, she got the Pfizer shot, both of them, as did uh, Brett. And she has not felt the same. She says she used to have, and I can attest to that because I worked with her, she used to be, have a energy. She'd work until midnight. Yeah. And yeah. she can barely crawl into bed at 10 o'clock now at night. Yeah. So it's it's uh, there are side effects for sure, and we just don't even know what the long term effects might be. Uh, I what I project in the absence of good information and not being a scientist is I'm concerned that people will be taking a booster shot and they'll be taking another booster shot and another booster shot because uh, this uh, disease will become more and more lethal because of the shots. Graphene but, oxide is yeah. in the shot. Yeah, and it causes your blood and your body to do very, very weird things, which it's not supposed to do. And oh, by the way, can I just say that this, this, these vaccines have been in um, available to people for how long now? When did they come out? Yeah, probably February, March last year. And and they're still not okayed by the FDA. All right, they're still experimental. Yeah, unbelievable. I got into a big argument with somebody on on, and this just goes to show how people need to do their own homework. This guy on Facebook said, oh, everything is FDA approved. They're safe. They're safe. No, they're not. Yeah. You know, Linda, there's an old saying, it's always darkest before the dawn. So perhaps uh, things are starting to turn. We can only hope so. 
I really appreciate your commentary here on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. All right. All right. Well, that's a wrap here on today's show. It's a, a shortened edition. Uh, but tomorrow, God willing, if uh, it don't rain and the creek don't rise, as they say, hopefully uh, we'll be back on air with our guests. Our phones will be working, and uh, we'll have some great guests, including Bob Levy, the chairman of the Cato Institute. We'll visit with Andrew Joppa, professor and author of Josephus of Oz. And we'll visit with uh, Larry Bell as well, uh, Professor Bell at the uh, University of Houston. I hope you make it a great day at the uh, in the Paradise Coast or wherever you are. Namaste. Blue Provence Restaurant is a favorite dining destination for many Neapolitans, including Lyndon and myself. Blue Provence, located in a historic building in the heart of Old Naples at Creighton Cove, offers a mix of French bistro cooking with bold, fresh Floridian flavors. Experience award-winning cuisine at Blue Provence and enjoy one of Florida's most extensive, eclectic, and fun wine cellars. Dining your choice of the popular Eden Bar, the intimate Courtyard Garden, or the beautiful Provencal Caribbean Dining Room. Enjoy a wonderful and memorable evening in a casual and relaxed atmosphere that includes a taste of Provencal hospitality. Blue Provence is open seven days a week, all year round. Visit BlueProvenceNaples.com for reservations, everyday specials, and coming events. That's BlueProvenceNaples.com or call 261-8239. That's 261-8239. Blue Provence French Restaurant in the heart of Old Naples. for listening to the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. For more information and audio files of previous shows, visit www.bobharden.com.